Hello everybody, this is Dr. Amy here and I'm gonna answer a question that's actually a really big question and a, and a pretty big topic, but really important and we're gonna find some simplicity um, in this. Somebody asked, Dr. Dr. Rob asked this question last week. Um, and if you're here, like always, um, please say you're here because I can't see you and I love to answer your questions in live time if possible. So what we're gonna be talking about in this short live is we're talking about this thing, this concept of regression or when we see um, changes, and we're talking about kids, really this applies to adults as everything does, but we're really talking about kids and um, kids and their development and when we see improvement, uh, maybe we were having a lack of language. We had a nonverbal child who begins to be verbal, right? They begin to engage in, there's a lot with that because communication is not just verbal. So we have to be able to know how to look at the hierarchy starting with gesture and then receptive language and expressive language. So that's a whole thing about understanding when you see a nonverbal child to understand where are they in the developmental trajectory. But that's not what we're talking about today. So what we're talking about here is, let's say you had a child who came to you, you've been, they've been under your chiropractic care, they've been improving, you've been using your knowledge of the brain hierarchies or the developmental hierarchies and of course of an efficient nervous system and you know typical childhood development and you've seen that they've started to emerge. Maybe it's a four-year-old and they've started to emerge in using their expressive language skills. And then all of the sudden they stop or they're losing words. Or maybe the same child was also pretty sensory defensive. They couldn't handle tags on their shirts or, you know, having anything but a certain pair of sweatpants on. And mom was like, wow, it's amazing that as we do this work and we've been under care, not only is Molly starting to um, use more words, and we were really concerned about that, but she's also not as sensory defensive. Like she can handle, like she's wanted new clothes and, and she's wearing jeans and she'll let us put other stuff on her besides this one outfit. And you know, of course, and you've been educating this patient about this parent, about that's a window into the brain. We know that at different points in um, development, we have different tools as the brain moves through development. We become, more, we become more sophisticated in the tools that we have to engage with our world. So as we create more efficiency in her autonomic nervous system, and she's not so much in this fight or flight fight, flight, or freeze. She's not just stuck more in her brainstem and she's able to move through development a little more efficiently and therefore she's gaining more sophisticated tools. It makes a lot of sense that she started to you know, have more language and that her tactile, her need to, or her, her um, tactile sensitivity has decreased because that's not just her primary tool she's using anymore. She's become more sophisticated in her auditory verbal. And so we've shut down a little bit more in the movement touch, which is great. This is typical. Now, all of a sudden, Molly has this, uh-oh, uh, she stopped using as many words, maybe not completely, but some, and she's the, or maybe she's doing okay with words, but she's become sensory sensitive again. Like she's back to where she'll only wear these certain clothes. Now, here's the question. When do you know if this is pulling in? Now let's discuss pulling in. We know that in typical brain development, every kid, when they're going through development, there are times of pulling in. It's like a wave. Everything's a wave, right? Everything in the universe is a wave. So 
there are times of pulling in and usually when we have times of pulling in and reorganization, then we have growth. You guys know this, right before a big growth spurt or when we hit a new milestone, maybe you see a sleep regression, maybe you see a behavioral regression, uh, maybe you see a, you know, oh, my child is starting to talk but they, they um, you know, they, they became more clingy to mom. These are typical pulling in behaviors. There is a pulling in before there is a growth. There is a pulling in before there is a growth. This is typical. So when we apply this typical brain development to a child that was not on a typical trajectory of brain development, but now we're restoring function, balance, and allowing for a more appropriate, uninterfered with experience to be sent to the brain to process, to drive development and have output, and we're seeing these improvements, it is normal for these kids, just like all kids, to have times of pulling in before growth. So here's the thing. First of all, you need to tell parents that before you start. You need to tell them, look, we're not treating the symptoms, and you guys all know this because we've been talking about this, and if you've done any of the certification series, the level one or two, you fully know this. We're not treating the language disorder or the sensory disorder here. We're looking at the two big questions. One, what tools is this child using to process their world, and what are these deflections telling us about the brain and where we are in brain development? Two, are there indicators, clinical indicators of input processing output challenges, i.e. subluxation, causing autonomic imbalance and just and efferent issues, not just afferent issues, but efferent issues. That's where we use our exam. That's where HRV, that's where thermography, that's where SCMG, that's where all that comes in. So we have to be able to put these pieces together. So when we present that, as I teach you to do, we present that, we're asking the two big questions, mom and dad, we're not treating the symptom, we're asking the two big questions. Here's what we found. Here's what we're going to start doing. I want you to know that, you know, while we're not treating the symptom, it is very common to have some pulling in before we have growth. I'm telling you, mom, you're going to freak out the first time it happens. It's normal. I want you to make sure to talk to me about it. And here is what we do. One, you have to give them that so that when it happens, they don't freak out. Then you need to start asking these type of questions to know, are we actually having a regression? And don't call the pulling in a regression, especially with individuals, um, with kids with behavioral learning and socialization challenges. A lot of these families have experienced a big regression. My kid was developing fine and they had something happen or all of a sudden, I don't even know what happened, they lost skills. This is very triggering for them. You cannot, one, you need to give them prediction by talking to, this in the, talking to them about this in the beginning or they're going to freak out when this happens, which would be normal um, because they've experienced this before. This is their biggest fear. So don't blow it off. Um, and then when they come to you with this challenge, you need to be able to have a good clinical understanding and understanding of where they are to not go, yeah, yeah, I told you this was going to happen because they're still freaking out. This is their biggest fear. Their child is going to lose skills, more skills than they've already lost. And so that's why it's important that we tell them and that we use different language. Okay, mom, just like I told you, I told you this is really common. It doesn't make it easy, but it is really common. I've got some questions, right? We need to understand, is this a typical pulling in? Is this a signs of a regression so that we can know what tools we use or what team to put together to best support you? So here's the types of questions. Pulling in. Hey, when did this happen? Did this pulling in happen? This 
increase of, of sensory sensitivities happen when, you know, when, when did it happen? Oh, when did you first notice it? Um, two weeks ago. Okay. Did anything happen in your life that was different two weeks ago? Oh, well we did start school. Okay. Or we did change his diet her diet or, Oh, dad got COVID. We just had this one recently. Dad got COVID. And so he was like really stressful. He was in the basement. I just had this one recently. Well, a week before we took out gluten, dairy, and food diet. Okay. So like all at the same time. Okay. So we need to be able to, to, for our clinical brains and to help parents understand, we need to be able to ask, when did it happen? So how long have we been seeing this pulling in? Here's the first thing I want you to know. If it's like a couple weeks and it's a pulling in, we're still going to watch and wonder a little bit. Once we ask the other question as well, we're going to watch and wonder. We tell parents, if we're talking weeks, we're watching and we're going to wait to see if we come out of that. If we're talking months, month or more, I'm interested in what do we need to change as far as demand that might be causing a regression, physical, chemical, emotional demand, right? Is it that school, we started school and at first we had a little bit of pulling in for a couple weeks because the demand was higher, even though, and so we had to kind of integrate into that and then have growth. That's still, that's typical. It's typical to, to do that. Even if the, even if we're ready and it's an appropriate demand, it's typical to have some pulling in. Um, is it that the dietary changes, you know, oh, the, the sensory sensitivity has lasted a couple months. Okay. We need to figure out where do we need to modify demand or what we're doing clinically? Maybe we're not holding our adjustments well. Maybe we've done something dietary wise that is causing uh, inflammation or stress on the system. Maybe we're not adjusting them right. Maybe we need to do an exam and look at their clinical indicators to see what's happening. Maybe we need to talk about um, how to support um, from a brain-based perspective this this child and build more connection um, into their life with mom and dad. Maybe we need to talk about, hey, the demand of that new school might not be meeting where they are. If we're talking about this, this pulling in has turned into more of a regression because it's more of like one to two months. This is a problem and it needs to be addressed. We need to improve resilience and adaptability with our clinical tools and we need to then look, do we need to modify demand? This is how we have, so we have these conversations. The first thing is really when you start working with a family, you need to let them know that healing is not linear and it is really normal to do this. You need to pre-frame with pulling in is this and we look and when you see that, I want you to come to me because I want to ask you some questions to make sure what we're seeing is pulling in and not actually regression. If it's a regression, then we're going to ask you some other questions and we're going to know what do we need to do? Do we need to change what we're doing to help your child be more resilient? Do we need to modify demand? Do we need to get another practitioner on board in addition to what we're doing? What do we need to do? The only way we know that is to be able to have some sort of these brain-based tools clinically for us to be able to navigate this. And so that would be understanding pulling in and growth in, and this goes for typical kids too. Typically developing kids, same story as these kids with deflected development, behavioral learning and socialization. This is why you need to have this information to lead with brain development to make the case for what you're doing and be their trusted advisor so you can be not just waiting for a huge problem, but being a part of this of, of their team, being a foundational team leader really to be watching healthy development. Hey, 
we're having some pulling in. That's fine. We see growth. Okay. We're asking questions. We're monitoring. Wait, we're seeing some pulling in that seems to be more of like, this is more than a month, two months, and it's got multiple systems. It's not just the language. It's also the sensory. And I see rash on the skin. These are the types of questions we're asking. So are there other things? So how long, what has changed in that time frame in your in your life, uh, academically, socially, emotionally, um, physically, uh, chemically? All of these things are important. And how many systems is it impacting? Is it just, oh, I see an increase in this one deflection? Or is it like this kid has become completely impulsive, rage-filled, super reactive, they have rashes, and they have become sensory defensive in the same time frame. Something's going on, that child is not resilient. We need to look at resilience. These are our brain-based tools. We need to look at resilience, and we need to look at demand, and we need to do that by first asking those questions. How long, what else changed, how many systems are involved? These are the questions we ask, and we pre-frame it all by talking about pulling in and growth, pulling in and growth, how it's typical, and how uh, what regressions are and how that's a little bit different. Okay, everybody, that should give you a lot of information. That was about 20 different brain-based um, tools right there that you can really find the simplicity in, but then we could probably do a whole weekend on just this, this topic right here, and we can just continue to learn and continue to get better and better at applying this. That doesn't mean you can't use this right now. That's the key. That's the beauty in this whole focus approach. Finding simplicity on the far side of complexity. I call it finding your simplicity peg. And then, and that's these things I just taught you, pulling in and regression. What is that? How does that relate to typical development and atypical development or deflected development? What are the questions? How long? What else happened? What else changed in all these different realms around that same time, a week before, whatever? And how many systems are involved? This is how we determine, these are brain-based tools, if we're in a pulling in or if we're in regression. And then we look at, do we need to, um, if we're in a regression, improve resilience and adaptability and change demand? Or if we're in a pulling in, we step back and we, we just wait a little bit and see if we pull out of that. Okay, everybody. Everybody do good work. Um, this is your simplicity peg in, in the certification series. We help you take an elite access. We help you take these concepts and find the depth, the complexity. Um, we have not released our, our, um, open registration for the certification series yet, but we'll be doing it very soon. We're going to cap it at, um, uh, around 40, 40 people uh, for this one, for this next level two, which will be in the spring, but you have instant access to level one. Make sure you hit me up on here or in PM, um, on this thread or in PM, and let me know if you want on that list because we are going to cap it. Okay, everybody have a great weekend or what's left of it.